Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to Countryside here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kerry Kermode. Well, I catch up with the second part of the Christmas Prime Stock Show at Isle of Man Meets. And I went along and joined up in Ramsey with the tractor run organised by the Isle of Man Young Farmers. And also, I find out from Brian Radcliffe how the market garden world is going with these treacherous weather conditions. Well, first, Kerry, last week we heard from many a person involved in part one of the Christmas Prime Stock Show. It's always a really exciting time of year. It's a great showcase of Manx livestock uh, out at Nokalo at the first part. And anyway, the second part is held at Isle of Man Meets, where we see them in carcass form. And uh, there's lots of uh, nervous wait until the show at Isle of Man Meets to see if they've won the double championship. And I popped along to see who the winners were at the plant. Amy Rothwell, congratulations, champion and reserve in the sheep section. How do you feel? Oh, a bit overwhelmed at the minute, Kiri. Um, yeah, we so we were there on Monday night and we had our crosses, which didn't we were told weren't actually a pair. So to go in tonight to see they were champion was fantastic. And then our pure bell techs were reserve. So yeah, it was um, my dad's. Yeah, my dad's put a lot of work into them dressing them you know with the feet it takes hours though you say dressing yes yeah like i mean you know the lead up to it you know he was unsure if he was going to do it he kept changing his mind and he will be really he doesn't know yet he doesn't know we've won so he will be really pleased yes so well it means a lot to a farming family you 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 yourself you're always involved your mom your uncles and your daughter as well it is a full farming enterprise family enterprise oh absolutely yeah you know it's yeah, it's it's hard work, but we love it, and the end result today has just been fantastic and what we work for. Yeah, thank you very much. Well, Graham Watson, you did it. The double. Huge congratulations. Well, thank you. Yes, I'm very proud of the You've um, come through again. Um, didn't know how it would go tonight, but it was, they've done it all, the champion reserve, and they've got the native one, which is um, just very proud of them all. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does mean so much. You work so hard, and, and you, again, another producer at Isle of Man Meats, consistently putting in good livestock into the plant. It, it's something that you should be very proud of. Yep, um, I've always backed Alaman Meats. Um, all my cattle of all my lifetime have gone into Alaman Meats. I don't ship clean cattle out and never have and hopefully never will. Um, I believe trying to give the Manx housewife or producer, um, customers what they deserve the best and this is the best of the island. Um, it's all you can do. Huge congratulations. Well done, Graham. Thank you. Derek, I mean, congratulations, the locked in champion. Now, what a fabulous pair of lambs you have in the show. Yeah, we're, we're, we're very proud of what we do with the Manx Locktons on the estate. And uh, as a Manx farmer, I'm uh, very proud to keep up the, using our, our uh, traditional native breed. Now, not many people keep Locktons. They say they may be an inferior meat product or a, a meat animal, should I say. But tonight, they stood proud in the chillers with everyone else. Yeah, of course they did. And uh, they killed out exceptionally well. And anybody that's never eaten Lockton or has eaten Lockton, it, it is the, be- the best meat nearly in the world you can eat, in my opinion. Now, the grades for the lambs, they were both R4Hs. Now, the finish was there, the marbling. Uh, tell our listeners what, what that means to, to having a meat product. Um, the, the best eating quality will be in the marbling within the meat. 
and the, the traditional native breeds, cattle or, or sheep, both have this, you know, as, as against uh, a, a, the European breeds. Yeah. And you are a regular supplier to Isle of Man Meats, week in, week out. You know, it is a great, great image having the lambs travel from the north of the Isle, from Bolasur, down to Bola Fletcher to Isle of Man Meats. It has to mean something. Oh yeah, um, uh, food miles, very topical at the minute. And uh, on an island such as this, we're very proud of what we do. And uh, again, the, the commercial lambs that we produce are uh, both um, predominantly UK native breeds. So now you can go home and enjoy the accolades of your hard work throughout the year. And it's nearly lambing time again. Yeah, it won't be long, just around the corner. Sam Taylor, you had a very difficult job of being the judge here at Isle of Man Meets Prime Stock Show. How did you enjoy your experience with us? It was, first of all, it was a big honour to be asked to do it. And when I came, it exceeded my expectations. The young farmers that turned up as well on the night were brilliant. The reasons when they did were great. Absolutely loved every minute. And the stock that was in for the competition was really good, sublime. Wow, now I'm sure our farmers will be delighted with that comment, but we really appreciate you do this as a living. Yeah, I do, yeah, every day. Um, uh, quite a large, busy plant for the last 30 odd years now, I've been a grader. Um, it's, it's a large cattle, sheep plant, we don't do pigs, but we can occasionally. So what were you looking for in your champions in particular, especially in the beef section? Basically when you're grading beef, it's 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 in three portions, top, middle and bottom. So everything has got to be rounded uh, all the way through. A nice even cover of fat yeah. for a butcher's beef. And do you think the fat, I know lots of people shy away from it, they don't particularly like the word, it is important in the beef industry? Yeah, it is, yeah. A, a lot of it's the marbling. The marbling is, is what you get with the taste as well, which is what, what butchers are out looking out for. Yeah. And the champion single lamb, lots of people have been talking about how wonderful that was tonight. It was a little belter, wasn't it? It was absolutely, you couldn't have got any more meat on it. It was outstanding. Yeah, And it was a lovely family that won it too. You know, they've been competing at the show for a number of years and they've never quite got that top spot. So you've made a good family very happy. Oh, that's good then. As long as we, yeah, as long as we got something right then, that'll do. <laughs> yeah. Phil Woodfield, you're here from Northgate, the strategic partner of Isle of Man Meats. Welcome back to the Isle of Man. You're no stranger here much. now, a regular. I am indeed. <laughs> You've been involved with Isle of Man Meats now just a short period of time, and it seems to be going from strength to strength. Yes, we're, we're very pleased with, uh, with how it's going. It's actually 12 months ago that uh, Phil Parsons first uh, invited us to come over. We actually had a meeting in Birmingham mm -hmm. and uh, we got it off the ground late March. Um, it, it has been a, a, an, an upward struggle to start with, mm -hmm. but now we've got a situation where we're not trying to push product onto people. People are coming to us for product, which then means you're in a better position with the marketing of it and the pricing of it. Uh, we've still got a way to go. We know that. I mean, from my part, it's definitely a 12, 12 month job minimum to get it turned around. Um, we are quite, I'm quite pleased that we've got the numbers up with regards to lambs. I think we're about 4,000 lambs up on last year. 
and we've got a long way to go on beef. We that need to work on beef. That is a huge achievement, though, Phil. Like well, four thousand yeah, miles on in a short space it, of time. It, it's you know it's gone it's gone very well, and um, but we've still got a long way to go. Yeah, and how does the, the Manx product, the Manx lamb and beef, compare to obviously a huge market in the UK? How do they fit into it? Well, they seem to fit in very well. Like I said, uh, now that we're spending a bit more time trying to uh, market it for its USP, if you like. Um, and we're getting com companies that are actually coming to us. Now, when they they know when I've got the lamb stocks ready, when they when they've been processed and they're ready to sell, and they know that they can, and they're starting to ring me now, whereas I would be ringing them and saying, "That would you is like a some really really great so position so to be in." Well, yeah, it's, it's sort of very very proactive rather than reactive, and. Um, it's uh, it's very exciting. It is, yeah. isn't it? And like you say, it's only early days. The future. It well, yeah. I mean, it's uh, as far as we're concerned, we're, we're, we've got, still got a long way to go. I think there's a a big market for the box product. We're doing mainly bone in at the moment, but um, as time progresses with box product, with people not boning meat so much in the UK because the butchers aren't there. Yes, but yep. once we get enough butchers in the boning hall here to, to actually bone box product, we can get more premium, more of a, a better price into the product yep. and into better customers in the UK. Yep. People that will pay the price. You know, yep. That's my challenge for 2020 <laughs> so, uh, but it is an, e an easy industry to be in at the moment the meat industry it's under a lot of scrutiny oh, a lot, it, yeah. it is it is yeah, it's a very it's, difficult it's, job it's you could feel depressed about it but uh, there's i can't because there's there's so much negativity from people who only know negativity yeah <laughs> you know the, the, there is a lot there's a lot going a lot of people are meat eaters not everybody's a vegetarian and you know, I refuse to spend a lot of time talking about it. It's there, I appreciate it's there, but meat is never going to go away. No. Simon Fivian, the end of the second part of the Prime Stock Show over 2019. A great event. It has, it's been a fantastic evening. It's great to see so many people down as well. It's been really well attended on both evenings, to be fair. Monday was, you know, as hardly a seat in the house, which is fantastic. And uh, great to see so many people generally. And tonight, the young farmers, they just fill the room as well. Indeed, yeah, so many of them. Yeah, it's just great to see everybody coming together at the same time. And from your position, Simon, the president of the Southern District Agricultural Show, a lot of hard work goes into it, a year of providing the show, putting on the shows. And this one is no different from the others in the summer. No, absolutely. Again, there's a, a committee behind it. There's weeks of work. Um, we have to thank the Royal Manx for assisting with the setup and how things go. And it's just, it is fantastic, you know, the, the amount of help that people give, their free time, ultimately, um, to put on these events. No, it really is. And now the show is over for another year, the dinner's coming up, all planning for next year. It is indeed, yeah. So it'll be uh, my sort of final action as president this year, before handing over the reins to Stephen Gorn, and uh, we'll go again. That was Amy Rothwell, the champion sheep. Graham Watterson with the double win in the beef. Sam Taylor, the judge for the night, coming across from England. Phil Woodfield, the strategic partner of Isle of Man Meats at Northgate Foods. Derek Kameen, the winner of the Lockton section. And Simon Fivian, the president of the Southern District Agricultural Show. Wow, a fine selection there. And some, some good people from all the different areas um, and 
you know, ones that have been supporting the local uh, agricultural industry for many years as well, and as well as some sort of newer ones into it, I suppose. That's right. The Rothwell yeah. family yeah. have been competing in the sheep section for many, many years. And I think Amy said it was 20 years in trying to get that championship. Really? And Judge Sam Taylor there, like we heard her say, how wonderful that, that carcass of that lamb was. And uh, all credit to Alan Rothwell there. Yeah, but of course, uh, you have many hats on, but you've always been involved in that prime stock show around this time of year, haven't you? And it, it is, it, you know, you've got that two weeks, basically, haven't you? Or the, the week sort of in between that you wait for, from seeing them on the farms at Nokalo to seeing them at the meat plant. That's right, they're very, very nervous wait. And, and Graham Watterson, he, he gets very nervous. He pretends that he doesn't, but, you know, he's been a winner for so many years and his tricks and tr- of the trade that he's doing at home obviously works to come back and he swept the board again there but that weight still is very nervous for him you know a very big professional at it really yeah, weights in many ways well <laughs> because you know it, it's it's that prestige of thinking have you judged your own animal right before you've sent it in isn't it that's right and you talk about prestige simon and that's the other side of it the butchers around the isle of man have come and bought this meat for their christmas orders at their butcher shops but they love to display the ribbons and the silverware and they're proud to support the farmers i know tears of ramsey in particular have taken the beef and the lamb championships andreas meats has taken the pig and even lee may is there he's taken the champion from the crossbred section um which is an everyday lamb on the on the Alman farms. Um, but also the Lockton, he got a look in this year as well. Bola Karen taking it from Bola Sir Stud there and Andreas. And that just shows people want the quality and the farmers are so proud to provide it and the butchers so proud to display it. Yeah, well done everyone involved in that. <laughs> You're listening to Countryside here on Manx Radio with Kiri Kermode and myself, Simon Clark. Well, it's been a trying and testing year weather-wise. We say it'll quite a bit of the time, but sometimes it's snow, sometimes it's uh, droughts. This year, uh, coming up to Christmas, it's been the rain and it's affected everybody involved in all sorts of areas in, in the rural industry work. And particularly, I went along to find out how it was affecting the market gardening, the growing of vegetables, and who better to find out that from? Brian Radcliffe from Regabee. Do you want an honest verdict? <laughs> it's been a, what you might call, challenging year, isn't it, really, yeah. to be polite? Yeah, it's been tricky going. Some things have done okay, most things have done poorly, some things have done utter sh- nah, rubbish. <laughs> but what about... Um, you know, is, is there certain types of vegetables and, and bits and pieces that are, are, are easier to survive or does it just depend what field you've got them in? I think it just depends what field really to be honest um, we're, we're, we're just ticking over sprouts are not as tall as usual cabbages are okay, leeks are alright carrots, yeah most things are done alright but um, it's been just tricky because it's been very 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 wet this past three months mm. uh, wetter than normal by a long way so and this goes one of your, your busiest time of the year, and you get a lot of local support uh, ahead of the, the Christmas lunches and Christmas dinners. I yeah. mean, is, is it going to be a struggle to keep up everything, or are you sort of well covered? Um, I'm not too bad. I've got a good little team which helped me out at the busiest times here, which is coming up shortly up to Christmas. Um, so, no, we're looking forward to it. We're looking forward to it. in the new venue, where, hey, down by the trough, which is <laughs> just next door, I'm in the little green doors just on the quayside. So, no, it's really good. It's popular. I'm very thankful for all the customers, and I try my best to um, get a pound out of each and every one of them. But <laughs> you, you, you've been in that the other place uh, quite a long time, and it must have been a, 
a bit of a worry when, when everything closed there, but you, you've got yourself a, a similar one, but a little bit more modern. It was a wrench. <laughs> it was heartbreaking leaving that other place there. It was me and the cats. and How many years? Um, probably nigh on 18, really. Really? I think I was down there. Yeah, good scotch years, but, you know, it was really good, and, you know, we've got to move on, and here we are now down at the uh, on the quayside, uh, all part of a Looney's empire, so I'm very thankful to them. Looney's have been very supportive and helpful and let me have this little uh, little uh, warehouse of theirs. But what about in in the in the market garden of vegetables? I mean, is there is there anything you can do in this modern era that you can protect from from the weather like this, or is, is it still more or less done the same way as it used to be? And you, you're relying on a bit of luck. <laughs> it's all done the same as it always is done. Um, just unfortunate when the weather is against you, it's against you. I mean, you have to think of a law of averages. Here we are into second week, third week in December now, and it has to dry up sometime because it can't continue rain but we have had a colossal amount of rain and it's just one of those years just take it and hopefully next year be a wee bit better anything new in the uh, crop horizon watercress doing exceptionally <laughs> well watercress is flying mm, no uh, rice growing no here, rice no no although i might do a trial plot next year i think kind of thing no but it's just bubbling along yeah. we try our best well all the best for the christmas and new year brian to your customers as well all the best to you simon and thanks for your support throughout the year and see you soon well, big Bri Rad, as, as you never know whether he's jovial, happy, or you never know what he's doing with it. But, you know, he soldiers on and he's got a wonderful uh, following. Uh, he really there, has. There, yeah. He's got some passion for the job, hasn't he, Simon? And to be out in all weathers, especially this time of year, getting that veg ready for the Christmas orders. I wouldn't want to be out there in the welly boots in this mud. We've all We've all picked sprouts in this weather, haven't we? <laughs> Goodness me. Um, but finally, um, what a spectacular event the Young Farmers put on with the help of many backers uh, this weekend with the Alman Young Farmers tractor run. And what a sight it was, Simon. The lights going over Belaf Bridge there. There must have been about 40 or 50 tractors, well, surely. Over 50 there was. Really? Yeah. Well, what a display. And they're all colours and the effort that they've gone to. Because like you say, it's a busy time of year on the farms. And those tractors are needed to do the feeding up in the night time. So obviously a lot of hours of work have gone in to free up the tractors for that run. Yes, there was. And uh, they looked very spectacular. All parked on the quayside, which was specially closed off after the police escort around that area of the traff and mitre in Ramsey. And it was a brilliant time because I was there on the Saturday night and I managed to just get a quick word with one of the tractors that was on display uh, from Andy Curran, who gave me the, the situation. Well, Andy Curran, uh, are you in the lead vehicle today? I wouldn't say the lead one. It's stuck in the middle somewhere. But uh, how many have you got out here? I think there's 50 out altogether. And there would have been a couple more, but I think they were limited to 50 by the police. Yeah, but I mean, we're, we're here in the middle of Ramsey, just opposite the trap here, and it's been a pretty spectacular turnout, people. Well, we started in Peel, it's been spectacular from there all the way around so far, been people everywhere. Yeah, and what's it like to be in the tractor part of it? You're quite high up, you're surrounded by lights. Well, it's quite good when you come round the corner and you can see a line of tractors in front of behind, you're all dressed up, it's just real smile to your face. And all for a great cause as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, all raising money for charity. Nice to do a bit, have a bit of fun while doing it. Did you ever expect it would come to this sort of uh, amount of vehicles and, and in general the public behind it as well? 
Yeah, well, last year was the first year. It's, it was a little bit smaller than this, but they're, you know, it's absolutely massive this year. There's, everybody's behind it. Yeah, mighty police presence as well, trying to compete. Well, they're, they're doing a good job supporting it. They're, they're in front behind, making sure everybody's together and nobody getting stuck in between. Yeah, so you've got a bit of a journey left to go yet. Where are you en route from from here? Well, out around the coast through Zalaxi and then on to Douglas and we're finishing at the grandstand. Yeah, vehicles left there for the night or will they be all delighted and working tomorrow? I don't know, I might leave it like this for a while now. <laughs> Do some farm work with it like that. It'll add to the Christmas spirit, won't exactly. it? Exactly. Andy Corran, who was uh, driving one of the tractors in the Young Farmers Tractors Run, which happened on Saturday night, and uh, a massive supporter of... Uh, everything to do with the young farmers world really Andy that him and his family you know all these relations and they've all been big supporters they really have over the years and nice to see uh, Stevie younger brother coming into the federation as uh, vice chairperson there behind Finlow but what a what a great sight but all for good cause as well you know the charities are always at the forefront of the young farmers this time the the cancer charity and the I'll listen two really great charities close to their heart um, and and what a display yeah, really was. A credit to them all, and well done all the people who helped to organise it as well, not just the people that were taking part, and all the people who supported it and gave their money, and to the Isle of Man Constabulary and the public for their patience in it, uh, most of them anyway. <laughs> all right, all that's left is to wish our listeners a happy Christmas and uh, all the best for 2020, Kiri, isn't it? Because we've got a couple of weeks off over the Christmas we're back in the new year with another countryside, so be no rest for you, will there? No, busy time. It's always great to get down and support the Christmas Poultry Mart at Nokalo. So if you've got, not got your Christmas turkey ordered, head off down there. It's always a good day with carols and mince pies, and Father Christmas is normally about too. Yeah, but to be fair, the last thing, you know, the, the Christmas dinner on the farm... It is a big day, a special day, isn't it? It really is. It's when everybody comes together. The year's coming to an end. You know, the nights are starting to get lighter. You're looking forward to the new year and it just gives that closure. But the amount of work and effort that's gone into providing that Christmas dinner, whether it's the poultry or the vegetables like we've heard from Briar Radcliffe, a lot of effort has gone to do that. So it's always great to appreciate that main meal. All right, we'll leave it there then. We'll see you in 2020. So all the best. From myself, Simon Clark. And me, Gary Gomode. We'll see you next year. Ta-da. Bye-bye.